0: Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome to today's episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed where I have the amazing Amanda Blenahassett here with me today from Brand Savvy. Welcome Good, Amanda.
1: Hi Rosie, how are you doing?
0: I'm fantastic. I'm very excited to have you here today because I, I love what you talk about with um, living businesses and about that whole you know, holistic side of things with making sure that all of the cogs are working together so that you do have a strong brand and you've got strong marketing and, and the whole, like what you mentioned before we started recording about brand essence. I love that. If we can chat about that today, that would be great. Yeah. Um, and you know, making it so that you understand how things are working within your business so that you can then amplify that brand essence and really connect with your audience so I'm very excited to have you here today with 20 years experience in marketing obviously you know your stuff
1: you. yeah yeah I've done a few few turns around the dial
0: <laughs> you look way too young for that so you're doing well
1: good jeans.
0: good jeans. I need to have a talk to my parents I think Gosh, and and you do work in brand saving. You work with with your sister, refer people through across with um, Prue, your sister. Which I hats off to you working with family.
1: Oh yeah, she and I are so fortunate that we have a really beautiful symbiotic relationship. We we're both strategic and we're both um, implementators. Implement implement. I think I made that up. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> implementators. We, I just, you know, you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but um, I tend to, I tend to focus more on the really big picture direction of companies and to helping um, companies to f- understand their vision and um, define their brand and then activate their brand through their business. Yeah. And um, and Prue does some similar work, but she um, also really focuses on the digital marketing side of things. And so she tends to focus more on helping clients to implement and also helping them to digitize their businesses and to onboard VA. So for growing clients that need that support um, to make sure that they find the right people and everything gets set up beautifully so that that relationship works and the company prospers. Oh, I love that.
0: I love that. So, yeah, she's preparing them for that, doing the consulting, making sure that they've got the right strategy and then bringing on the skill. That's really, really cool. What mm. a great combination. That's excellent. So what are we talking about today? I know what we're talking about today, but let's tell the people what we're talking
1: about today. Well, I thought it'd be fun today to talk about the importance of a plan, having a plan, <laughs> and um, and particularly for, for VAs um, and for, for clients that want to hire a VA, um, to make sure that they've got their ducks in a row before they go to the next step of hiring a VA so that uh, their direction's really clear, they know exactly what activities they want to happen in the business and why, and how that virtual assistant is going to support them in achieving their goals. Because I'm, I'm sure like I'm sure you've got lots of stories at working with your, um, your amazing community of where that, that sometimes isn't working and how it can get challenging. Um, I'm sure for, for a client who's who's just not quite sure how to get across what it is that they want, to get the results they're looking for, um, and, and conversely for a virtual assistant who wants to do awesome work for their clients. but is just getting maybe some mixed messages and and things are changing all the time and it's not really working and the numbers aren't there and you know and it gets strained. But I know from you know twenty years of experience in managing large projects and large project teams that all of that always starts from the top. It starts from a plan and it starts from having really good clear communication. Okay. So that all on track and things are going to flow way more smoothly and as we know that it's really important because um, when that isn't happening and the problems start to show up down the track as they do yep then it can start to impact on the relationship and all of a sudden you're having more conversations about problems than you are about you know results and about actions and next steps and so it just makes everything heavy and hard and no one's really sure what to do to sort it out and things can deteriorate but again that always is coming from the beginning from the plan the clarity the leadership so yeah so and and this is why I'm so passionate about it because I I started out as a marketer I started out you know in my 20s as a a grad you know I was doing all the grunt work like everybody does and I started getting some responsibilities and being asked to produce results, but I was seeing people weren't accountable, um, they weren't communicating, things weren't clear. Even my bosses, all <laughs> of my bosses weren't clear, and um, and they weren't teaching me the right ways to do things. And then I was I was being blamed for it, and that didn't seem fair to me. So, so I I had to kind of figure out. myself what was going on and basically all it comes back to is good plans. So my job now is at its core a strategic planner and I like to help people um, to get to the bottom of all this so that they're very clear and their whole team is just you know, on the same page, rowing the same boat, getting results and moving forward and it's a joyous experience, not a hard one. Oh
0: gosh, you're giving me tingles! I'm (laughs) loving this. There's going to be so many people listening, going, "Oh my god, yes!" Yes.
1: There is an answer. I promise Uh, you, there is an answer. Yes,
0: (laughs) it's that's exactly it. The first thing you have to do. Look, even if you've got, as I say in my book, even if you've got a rogue duck that you know in your row, that there's always going to be a rogue. It's okay. So long as you've got that plan. Without a plan and an idea of where you are now, where you want to go and what the gap is in the middle and who fits in where, then you're going to be doing a Band-Aid solution on a broken leg and it is going to be chaos and you you cannot measure your success without it. Mm. You cannot communicate your desires and your goals to the people, the stakeholders without it. So I'm so excited about this. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're on the same page. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're <the> same tuna.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I think I think a lot of things, I talk about this a lot um, in interviews, but I think a lot of things are common sense. <laughs> yeah. right? It's just that a lot of people aren't doing the common sense steps. So the work that I do with clients, like a lot of my, my frameworks are not exactly rocket science, but it's, I can guarantee that if a business is having challenges, there'll be at least one, if not multiple parts of that framework that they're not um, clear on. It's not aligned to the other pieces. It's not working as one holistic system in one direction and and that's where it all goes wrong. So, it's quite, it actually, it's quite easy once you start coming back to the planning to pull the pieces apart and start to and start to bring it all into a line. And then it gets a lot easier from there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's
0: such a great investment of your effort. And as you said, it's not, it's not rocket science. It doesn't need to be. But I think, you know, you're saying, you know, about common sense. We all know that common sense isn't that common. And we do, you know, like, look, I, I, I do um, regular training with VAs and one of the things that I show them is my, my um, mission wow checklist. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I always say to them, you know all the stuff on this checklist. It's just here because we often just will miss one little step or whatever because it seems like such common sense, it seems so obvious. But when you forget those little steps along the way, Things get missed out, and then things start to crumble, and you don't wow people, and you don't, um, you know, have that that really great consistent delivery of what you're offering, and then you get uncertainty. And the worst thing you can have between a client and a provider is uncertainty. I think so. That's
1: right. Yeah. That's so true. I and mean, in, you know, and to be to be um, really fair, having now had my. My consulting business for 11 years and worked with a lot of different small business owners um, and actually gone through the same challenges myself yeah. as my business grew and changed um, it it can be really difficult to do your own planning on your own because you, in your own head you think you make sense. <laughs> it kind of, you know what I'm talking about, right? And it, it, you're thinking about stuff and it's going around and around in your brain and it, you think it makes sense up there, but then when you try to explain it to somebody, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So, you know, actually going through the discipline of sitting down and, and filling out, stages of a planning process piece by piece getting it out of your head and down firstly it's very cathartic it's a great feeling to get it out of you and onto a piece of paper Um, secondly you can start to see where where it makes sense and where it's inconsistent or perhaps you're trying to do too many things that happens a lot Mm -hmm. Um, so so then having a look to make sure that the, the plan makes sense but then also actually having something that you can provide to your team and your core service providers so that they understand where you're coming from. Um, it's really, really important. And obviously for virtual assistants, that makes a massive difference in their ability to, to understand the client's needs and to deliver on them. Absolutely.
0: So how do they go about that? Like what, what sort of process do you support them with to, to make it so that that's achievable?
1: Yeah, I can. I'll take you through the process that I take my clients through, particularly the ones that we we do the the big planning. Oh, it's all the same, though. To be honest, small business, big business, it's the same thing. It's just on a different scale. Yep. Um, can I share my screen with you, and I'll show yeah. you I'll show you this model. So,
0: for those of you listening to the podcast, don't worry. We're going to show the screen because there's a video version of this, but we are going to explain everything that's
1: on the screen. <laughs> we will explain it to you. I promise. Okay, sorry, for some reason my presentation just disappeared, so I'm bringing it
0: back. That's what they yeah. do.
1: In the meantime, would you like yeah. me to sing you a song? <laughs> Please do, so where's your unicorn right now? I really hope that we're I know, my
0: unicorn day. is on the back of my husband's bike and she's Aww. frustrated because apparently that's boring. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, so as you can see, I do not have radiant golden locks today because my unicorn is not here brushing my hair. Oh, yeah. But my focus
1: (laughs) (laughs) is a lot is a lot greater.
0: (laughs) It is at a different level. So for those of you don't of you who don't know, I had the um blessing of or the opportunity of doing an outsourcing session with the She Will Shine champions, the Danielle Price's group, um, last week and I was not able to find someone to watch my four year old Poppet who was dressed as a unicorn, and she decided to come in and brush my hair while I was doing this live webinar, which was rather distracting but at the same time adorably cute. So. Super
1: cute. Have you seen that clip online of the, I think it's a BBC interviewer trying to do like a yes. high-level inter- international relations interview and their yeah. little toddler is popping in through the back of the study? Um, yeah, and then the, the, the wife posting. is like diving into <laughs> <laughs> trying to pull the kid out. Yeah. Oh, it's so classic. I mean, we've, we've all been there in some way, shape love, or form.
0: I love it so much. I felt like that video broke barriers for people because that is what we face all the time. And it was funny that it was a man as well because, <laughs> you know, that that just broke more barriers. It was even funnier because they tend to not be the one that the kids gravitate towards when they're working. I find that when my husband's in here working, they kind of leave him alone. Whereas when I'm in here, oh my God, no, no, they've got to be in here every five minutes. They need a refuel hug and, you know, they need all these bits and bobs and they've got to show me stuff and everything like that. And so to see that video, and if you haven't seen it, people, make sure you look it up. It's, yeah, it's like a political... Um, it was live to TV journalist, TV, journalist thing and
1: like, it's like Pakistan or Iran or something if yeah. I remember right. They, it's like a serious interview. And, and I think th- the kid was in one of those walkers wasn't it? little walker, <laughs> pushing the door open, in they come.
0: <laughs> and then that's the wife just trying to not be seen so she's like crawling in but we can all see it <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> To try and pull
1: this child out—it's brilliant. I love it so oh, much. So hashtag real life. This is what exactly. this is what really happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah.
0: So what have we got on the screen? A okay. so big yellow box.
1: Big yellow box. Okay, so so I'm, I'll talk um, for for those who can't see the visual, I'll talk you through it. So this is just this is how I think about a system of business, a holistic system of business. At the very core of it, we have the leadership. Uh, of that business. So, you know, for a lot of VAs, they might be dealing with small companies and or one-man bands. So the leadership is, is the client. <laughs> yep. But really, you know, the whole direction of any venture um, is going to come from the top and it's going to be reflective of that person's vision, um, their values, their, their clarity and also their mindset. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm, sure that, I'm sure that your VAs would, would experience the other side of this a lot, um, as, as any service provider does. Uh, I, I personally have seen in the many, many years that I have been working in business, that uh, the ability for any business to grow is always a reflection of the mindset of the leadership. Yes, Yes, and our friend Francesca Moy uh, often says that your business is the three D printout of your brain, and um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I that's scary. We <laughs> heard her say that? But it's it's true, right? And so you look at the areas where your business is strong and it's weak, and and that sort of thing, and it will always be in some way reflective of what's going on internally. Mm-hmm. And you know, rather than seeing that as a scary thing, it's actually a really useful barometer because it can it can help you to understand. Um, And or a client to understand where maybe they're getting held back a little bit, Um, perhaps, you know, one of the things I come across a lot, uh, because my, my business is specifically about growing companies from the brand out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I see a lot is people that are scared of being visible. Yes. So, you know, they're, they're quite comfortable with having their head down and getting on with their job, but when you ask them to start to increase their profile, to start to be more visible on social media, attend more events, step up and take perhaps more of a leadership role um, for the business or in their industry, they start to feel quite confronted about that. And and that's quite natural, but it's a, a massive challenge that many, many people are facing now because of um, social media and online marketing it's it kind of commanding so many of us to now have a personal brand that in a way ten years ago you didn't need to have you just had a CV and that was a word document you know it was, <laughs> was much more comfortable <laughs> exactly yes so that leadership piece at the core is really really important and um, and really that person's vision And their direction is going to set the tone for the whole company and how things unfold the work that i do we were talking just before we came uh, onto this interview about brand essences and uh, my work has been largely with people who are innovators and pioneers and thought leaders in their work and often they're um, what i would consider quite achievers they, have, they might have a leading approach to their work but may not be the market leader in terms of size. They're often up against some really big companies and mm-hmm. they do awesome work. And they've got, um, I guess, ideas and services or products that can change the market landscape uh, because they offer something better, but they often don't really have the confidence or know how to express that in a way that helps customers to connect with them. So it's in a process of really understanding, like, what is the core DNA of their brand, um, their vision, their values, what they stand for, what impact they want to make in the world, um, and, and starting to flesh out that story and work out how we can bring it to life through marketing that, that everything starts. And it's really exciting because, you know, I mean, I'm sure even in the VA world, there's a lot of VAs out there. And there must be times, because we all feel it sometimes, where, you think, oh, wow, there's just so many other VAs. How can I compete? We're all doing some similar things. But the reality is there's absolutely only one you. Yes. It's only one you. And the beautiful um, part of going through that kind of uncomfortable feeling is that what it's pushing you to do is to understand better what makes you unique. hmm and that you know as a virtual assistant that's your brand essence that you know you you might have particular strengths particular passions ways that you express yourself ways that you run your business or kinds of clients that you love to work with and that starts to differentiate you and so it's really an understanding what makes you special and unique that you can you can carve out your own space and then i believe you know there's there's plenty of work out there yeah. if we just be us. We just, you know, you do you. Yeah. Uh, just really fully own who you are authentically. Put that out to the world, and let the people that resonate with that come to you. So you don't have to try and be everything to everybody. You know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Mm. But the same thing goes for all companies, right? So uh, it doesn't matter what sector of business that you're in. Every business is going through this on some level. So my job is to help them to get really clear about what makes them them. Um, what their ideas are, why they're different, who needs to know, and how do we communicate in that in a way that has what I call wow factor? So, um, so that next layer around the leadership is all about the branding, um, and by that we we're not just talking about logos and pictures and you know the basics. We're talking about the whole experience because brands are like. People. That's that's how I describe them. You know, like, uh, just think of anybody that you know, um, and that person has a personality. They have um, certain values, interests, beliefs, um, and they leave an impression. So all brands are the same, and it's really about defining what that needs to be for this organisation, so that. They can connect with customers that really value that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and are going to have a great and also consistent experience of that doing business with you. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And, and you know, the, you get further downstream into then marketing strategy. And I know there's probably a lot of virtual assistants who are working in the marketing space, um, but, but then that starts to turn into a, what are the specific ways that we're going to communicate um, what it is. And, and put campaigns in place and sales funnels and so on that can lead people through a process to connect and, and to get value out of this service and this company. Mm-hmm. So that's really the, the core of it. To me, that's the heart and soul of the business. But, and for me, I started in the, the marketing space. Um, but what I started to find was that uh, maybe four or five years into running my company, I was growing clients as big as I possibly could with marketing, and then they were kind of hitting this this ceiling, and uh, and or they were going so fast that it was like the wheels were starting to fall off. And um, you know, a lot of clients will say, oh, "I just need more sales." They mm-hmm. think they think I don't have enough money, and the answer to everything is sales. <laughs> and sometimes that's true, but it's usually not the whole picture. No. Um, so. Um, often often it's uh, it's important to consider the whole business and its ability to scale as as a whole entity Mm -hmm. Um, that makes means making sure that in your plan you're covering off the different parts of the business and and how they're going to work together as you get more sales Mm -hmm. um, so that you can service your customers uh, you've got the right um, resources in place so that leads to the next layer which is firstly about having the right products. So once we, we've identified who are the, what's the right target audience for this brand, uh, who are gonna value this, who are gonna pay for it, then what do they need? How do we make the stuff um, designed perfectly for them? That's design thinking. And uh, so once you've got your range based around that, you need a team to be able to deliver it And if you've done that work up front where you've outlined the the goals and direction of the business, specific steps that you need to take to develop everything, then you should get to a point where you can be quite clear about the tasks that are going to be involved and start to put them into roles and start to put those roles into a structure as an organisational chart, and then the whole flow of the operations of the business becomes clear and the expectation of the team becomes clear. And you know, as a, as a particularly an, a leader, how to brief people, how to set um, goals and expectations, how to do performance reviews and, and measure success and all those kinds of things and be clear because everything's really clear. But I see a lot of clients that I go to work with haven't really done that part and so often it's a bit muddled it's just usually something that happens when a small company starts to grow and no one has time to stop and think about these things but eventually it starts to the cracks start to show as the company gets bigger. Yeah. So the next step after that is about the systems and processes and again I'm sure there's a lot of um, virtual assistants who are working in this space but it's absolutely critical to me this is like the oil to the engine (laughs) Um, if you don't um, having thought about the the direction of the company what products the team then how all those pieces are going to fit together um, and and to flow and to sequence it out and so on um, then again things get really clunky and wheels tend to fall off quite quickly and the last part is finance and um, it, when you do this kind of planning, you can actually then cost it all out. You can put timelines in place to see how you think that the sale should build over a period of time, what it's going to cost in terms of um, investment around marketing resources and so forth, mm-hmm. um, and virtual assistant. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you need you need the man the woman power often um, yes. to make that <laughs> happen, and. And so you can build all of that into a cash flow forecast, talk to an accountant, make sure that you know, you're taking everything into consideration and things can be managed so that you don't suddenly get to a point, and I'm sure there's also VAs that have experienced this, where they go, oh man, we've run out of money, we have to stop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like halfway through a process. Um, so that's a real shame because then the client doesn't see the full value of the experience virtual assistant might run out of work um and they probably still really need that person but they just haven't planned for it and and all of a sudden everything comes to a halt and all that momentum that you've been building up starts to dissipate um so so really when you approach it this way and you try and do all that thinking up front to make sure it's viable then you've got the confidence uh that as you embark upon this it, it should be doable so long as you hit certain um, key key numbers, uh, uh, milestones, and everybody knows what they're doing and can actually step forward and make it happen. Mm.
0: Yeah, and if they're all with those e areas, so your products, team, systems, and finance, when they're all working together, everyone knows what's happening across the board. And I always say this, don't keep your cards close to your chest. Don't fear your team. Mm. If they're all on the same page, they know what they need to do to make it so that you can make the money to then pay them. (laughs) Exactly. So that's a bonus right there. Everybody
1: wins.
0: (laughs) Everyone wins if they know how to make the money. That's right. And they know what's needed and what, you know, the big picture, share it. I'm, I'm a big believer in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's the thing is too that um, what I've seen with some of my clients is that if you if you get the core part right, you you get that marketing um, leadership direction part right, and you put a product out there, it starts to get some traction. A business can grow very very quickly. Mm. I've had you know one one of my um, big award winning projects that business grew from. A 1.8 million turnover business to an 11 million turnover business in 18 months. Wow. So that's like a massive, massive change. And there was no plan in place to manage that level of growth in the business. So you can imagine that as an owner, like the pressure that that puts on you then to try and hold it all together and particularly with cash flow, like it's a nightmare. Yeah. And they're so busy. They don't have time to have meetings and to to troubleshoot and talk about projects and give you, you know, as a virtual assistant, the information you need to keep things moving. Mm. It just, it gets really hard. So it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, you know, with planning, it's usually recommended that um, the process happen at least once a year. Yeah. And that there be a review, you know, in an ideal world, you'd sit down once a quarter, you'd look over your plans, and you'd actually sit down with your team and say, okay, this is what we've been setting out to do. How are we going? Mm-hmm. And um, are we ahead? Are we slipping behind? Why? You might need to adjust some of your expectations and your forecast. Uh, but that's how you can manage things. And you, the important part is that that means that as a leader, you feel in control. There's no nasty surprises even if even if things aren't quite going to plan at least you know and you can make um, adjustments as you need and as a team member uh, it's you know everything's transparent and you understand where you fit into everything and also you know a lot of virtual assistants have so much experience and um, great ideas and advice that they can provide to help optimize things so it it means you can harness the power of your brain's trust within the business yeah and get the best outcomes.
0: Yes, never uh, undervalue the brain's trust. Oh, my gosh, I love my brain's trust. That's right. Yes. They make me smarter. Yeah, (laughs) because, you know, they can fill the gaps. Like I've got strengths, I've got weaknesses. They've got strengths, they've got weaknesses, and we all complement each other. And and to have a place where you can throw ideas out there, look at things from a different perspective, Mm. um, really valuable yeah
1: and I I think I started on this train a little while ago and never quite finished my point Um, (laughs) which anyone that's had a conversation with me will know that's not uncommon Um, (laughs) but but a point I was going to make earlier is that you know when being a leader of your own business um, you do you do spend a lot of time thinking about it it does go around and around in your head and you only know what you know Um, and if you've got blind spots you can't see them and oftentimes you know you're not really objective about what's going on it's quite difficult to troubleshoot problems particularly in the areas that you have blind spots so it's very important to have um, a team or external advisors or a mentor at hand who can help you through those parts um, and, you know, for some people, they can afford to get a, a business coach uh, or you know, other kinds of advisors like their, their accountant or a, a business planner. And for other people, they might be able to apply for one of the government mentoring programs. And there's some fantastic initiatives now that are taking place in communities around mm-hmm. those areas. It doesn't really matter, but I don't think you can go wrong by putting it out there and, and getting at, at least another point of view. You yeah. always learn something new
0: yeah completely
1: yeah, yeah so, so really to me this is this is the overall way to think about having a holistic system for your business and it becomes a cycle um once once you've implemented your first cycle of this that the business will grow to the next stage you'll get some results um you'll be excited you probably also need to take a bit of a breather and then it's like, okay, what's next? So yeah. <laughs> the market changes, um, you change, you, you're sort of feeling drawn to creating something new and uh, expanding into other areas. So then it's, it's reviewing the next set of goals, the next vision, and then the same things again in order to deliver on the next stage that is the cycle of business my friends oh i love it yeah i love it see it's not that hard people
0: it's But you, it, it is important to as you said to identify that there are going to be blind spots that you can't even see and so two heads is better than one That's um true. three or four is great as well and um yeah to come back I, I love this model so for those of you who are listening um basically we've got it looks kind of like a flower doesn't it And you've got leadership in the middle with the the wow rim around that. And then you've got the four kind of like pedals or it's a wheel and looking at the products, team systems and finance. And so you can have a look at the video version of this, but I'll also include um, an image of this, like a screen dump of this um, so you can see it. But at the end of the day, it's just a really nice, succinct way of looking at, okay, if we're looking at that and we're staying on top of those areas, and getting the support we need to make sure that we're really um, giving, you know, that those areas are getting the attention that they need, uh, things, you know, things will grow. As you said, you that's
1: how you amplify business. That's it. And I'm going to stop sharing the screen now. Um, but, <laughs> hi again. Hi.
0: I know. <laughs> we're giants again.
1: I know. Um What was I going to say? I've just lost my train of thought now. (laughs) Um,
0: What were we saying? What were people tell us? Tell us. Just listen.
1: No, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, It was about the holistic system of business, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I have forgotten my point. I apologise. But but one thing I can offer around this is that um, I have a free online training on my website, which we can give the details of later, yeah. uh, where I go through this. So for VAs who might have a, um, a client that isn't sure how to think these things through but wants to learn more, um, and or if you yourself would like to learn more about this approach in general, uh, it goes for about 25 minutes and it explains uh, the whole process go to woe. Yeah. So that might be a, a useful resource as well.
0: I am sure it's not a might be that is a useful resource <laughs> that would be fantastic and 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 that is the thing you know communication is massive between you know the business owner and the support crew that they have and the mutual respect for the skills that they're bringing to the table so yeah working through this process is just I think that's really great it's so good that you've put it together
1: thank you thank you well you know here to help it's it's really about making everything smoother because as we know you know we spend a lot of time in our jobs and uh, ultimately we're we're doing this work partly because we love it and partly because we're, we're creating a life for ourselves and we want it to be enjoyable yeah. so all that time that we spend doing our work um, can be best spent when things run smoothly mm-hmm. and we're all working harmoniously together towards our goals and we enjoy the actual satisfaction of of achieving some results Um, and so this is one of the critical structures that enables people to achieve results and work together well as a team. So I'm super passionate about helping businesses to gain that clarity so that everyone's having a good time and getting out of the whole experience what they want. Oh, heaven.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today. And we'll make sure that we do share the links um, in the show notes for people so they can check it out. Um, I have absolutely no doubt that they, you know, they will go and have a look at that because these are massive pain points for people. This mm-hmm. could be a really big block and, the biggest question people do tend to ask before um, hiring a virtual assistant is, you know, how do I start? How do I prepare for this? And also when they don't quite do it right, as you said, the, you know, the issues and the holes and the, you know, the, 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 the what do you call it? So like the ah, people problems that kind of come up, the HR type stuff that comes up from it, where we start to resent each other because things aren't working the right way and people can't achieve what it is they're trying to do on both sides of the table um, can be so much more effectively managed with that that right plan at the start, which you've Mm. so beautifully explained. Mm. Thank you so
1: much for that, Amanda. It's been really beautiful spending time with you. Lovely to chat with you as always, Rosie. Thank you for having me on. My absolute pleasure. You have a fantastic
0: afternoon. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. We will catch up with you very soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey hey! thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours, Aussie VA's connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.